What's up guys, it's Cody here, and before we kick off the show, I wanna talk real quick about our sponsor, Trojan Brand Condoms, the number one most trusted condom brand. Can you believe, this is true, 70% of men don't even know that different condom shapes exist? So it makes sense that those same guys have issues with condoms because the wrong fit can make them super uncomfortable. You ever try to put the wrong cap on a pen? It doesn't work. Or you end up with ink everywhere. That's where Trojan saves the day with over 30 different varieties of condoms to choose from, offering the right fit for the right guy. Trojan also has a whole range of pleasure-enhancing products like lubes and vibes, that's what they call vibrators, I just learned that, that'll unleash your sexual confidence. But we can get to those later. In the meantime, pick up a box of Trojan condoms wherever you get your condoms, and of course, enjoy the show. You don't have to have a condom on now to listen to the show, by the way, just, you know, if you have sex. Hey, what's up? I'm Cody Ko, and welcome to The Pleasure is Ours, the podcast in which we examine some of the worst advice people hear their whole lives and try to make it better. I guarantee you all of these pieces of advice have been marketed to you over and over again as good, but you have been lied to, my friend. And it is my job to explain how and why. Hey, man, you having trouble with life? Well, let me give you some advice. They say opposites attract, but is there any real truth in that? I mean, can you imagine Joe Exotic winding up with, uh, you know, a guy who didn't like to terrorize big cats for a living? Or Cardi B, you know, dancing around with someone that has a dry ass pussy? I don't think so. Let's get to the bottom of this. Today on the podcast, we'll be dissecting the phrase opposites attract. Right off the bat, I have some issues with this one. I mean, look, it definitely can be true that opposites attract. Like for example, magnets, baby, that's just science. There's no disputing that. But to me, in terms of a relationship, you know, it's more of a recipe for a fling or a one and done. Or if you're weak-willed, you might completely throw away your beliefs and ideals to conform to what your mate wants, especially if they're hot. But look, if you're gonna be in a long-term relationship with someone, the smarter play is to have some shit in common with them. I'm joined today by not one, but two very special guests who seemingly could not have more in common with one another. You know them from the Howard Stern Show, Ellen, and various city council meetings in the Newport Beach area. I'm talking, of course, about Chad and JT. Welcome to the show, my dudes. Thanks for being here. Dude, Cody, uh, good to see you virtually. Uh, yeah, thanks for having us on, man. Pumped. Chilling, dude. Very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you guys were kind of hard to book. Uh, it felt like every time we reached out to you, maybe you d- had just gotten a new burner phone or something. Is that true? <laughs> were you guys we hard ro- to book? <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I pro- honestly, I don't think you were. I think you guys were probably one of the first to come back to us. Yeah, I think we jumped at the opportunity with both feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's through the uh, the filter of like uh, assistance or whatever is going on. I don't know, but I, I think we were pretty quick to respond. All the assistance, when it came to all us. the assistance yeah. that we all have. Yeah, yeah we, I've actually been I, yeah. DMing you for a while, Cody, so it's nice to finally get to see you, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, wasn't I supposed to do your guys' podcast and then COVID happened and then... Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you were literally supposed to come on like three weeks or like three weeks after COVID happened. Well, I'm yeah. I'm there. Dude. I'm there. Anytime. I'm I have there, my man. questions still on me that I was going to ask you. <laughs> do you, do you want to just reverse it? You can just ask me questions? I mean, I can ask you the first one. Okay. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> what conditioner do you use? <laughs> dude i don't i mean straight up the only thing i use in my hair is a little bit of cum and that's it mm. really yeah that's mm. the secret is it your cum or is it somebody else's cum <laughs> it's my own 
I harvest that's my awesome. own. Yeah, and I just keep it in a little bottle. I swear, that's it. That's it. That's what gives it the shine and everything. What about you guys? What conditioner do you guys use? Oh, well, dude, first off, you must have a pretty solid load to, uh, <laughs> what do I use? I, I you know, I, I, I vary. Sometimes I go Aussie. Sometimes I go Garnier Fructis. Right now I'm in a Pantene Pro-V kind of phase. <laughs> okay. uh, just putting that, blocking in that moisture nonstop. <laughs> I don't really mess around when it comes to conditioner, that's for sure. <laughs> Listen, I know this is a podcast, so I know people listening at home can't see, but I just want to thank you guys for dressing up. Chad, you're wearing a Billabong rash guard with no pants. Mm-hmm. And JT, you're wearing a Volcom Snuggie, which I really like. Uh, thank you, dude. My other Snuggie got ruined, so it's <laughs> my second one. Um, so what are your initial thoughts on what I said before? What, um, you know, the phrase opposites attract, what do you guys think? Because I feel like you guys are are the living embodiment of the notion that that opposites attract is bullshit because do you think do you feel like your partnership would work if it wasn't for surfing skating uh you know like eating bomb mexican food <laughs> well, dude, i mean the bomb mexican food is the cornerstone of any good partnership for sure <laughs> uh yeah i don't know the thing is we're we are so similar and we i think we are in ways that we don't even realize but like i also think jt and i sort of fit as like a, a like a key and lock you know like the parts where we're uh, that we're lacking in, the other guy sort of makes up for. So we have a lot of similarities, but the parts that we're lacking in, I think it we fill in the gaps. Like what? What's it? one? What's a, what's an example? Well, like I'm pretty lazy and Chad works really <laughs> hard. So that that's a big one. But Or he motivates me to work harder too. Okay. I'd say also like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little more like intense. Okay. And so that can be good. Um, well, but it's hard because it's like it's it's very subtle like nuanced things but but we can feel it when we're filling in for the other one which is nice how'd you guys meet uh we met doing a beer bong at uh, our buddy kellen's rager actually it was, it was kind of a lackluster rager to be honest and uh the vibe was kind of soft and to like save the rager i went out to my truck i got the mount chugmore four hose beer bong nice that's a classic yeah dude that's an absolute classic yeah so i was gonna beer bong with kellen recent landon but Kellen couldn't because he was on antibiotics. And then JT <laughs> was there and he and I were sort of in the same universe, you know, but we we were like acquaintances. But like, you know, I surf, he's a bodyboarder. So we like felt like we came from different worlds. Surfing, bodyboarding, two completely different things. Yeah. I used to see him at the beach with the surfers. Then I'd be like, can I jump over that line and like go kick it with him? But then I'd look at my bodyboarding friends and I was like, no, you got to hang back. Like they'll perceive it as betrayal. So it it was nice that we had this organic moment with the beer bond that kind of allowed us to bond outside of that or those confines. Right. Do they know now that you're hanging with a surfer? Yeah, of course. I mean, I tried to hide it for a while because I was a little bit, I don't know, just worried about hurting people's feelings. Right. But then at some point, like I realized Chad and I were going to go on spring break together. So they were going to see the photos no matter what. Right. So I had to come clean and I was like, guys, I'm in love with a surfer. (laughs) I kick it with Chad Mm -hmm. all the time now. And they were actually cooler about it than I thought they would. One guy flipped out. Who? This guy, Phil, but it, it made it seem like it was more about Phil because he, he was so reactionary. I was like, do you got a lot of heat on this? And it turned out that a surfer had actually broken his mom's heart back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So you can't really blame him for that. No, I totally understood where he was coming from, but we just yeah. had to work through it and let him know that not every surfer was that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you guys, what, what's your relationship status? Like not, uh, to, with, I mean, like with like each other, individually, yeah, individually. <laughs> yeah. Like, like with, with the, what? whatever sex we're interested in. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Individually. What are you guys' relationship status, statuses? So 
I have a GF right now. You actually, I, I, okay. uh, you met her. I think uh, when we first started dating, what was that like? It's almost two years ago now. You brought her and I met her and now you're still with her? Mm-hmm. And what would you say? Yeah. You guys are compatible? Like, are you guys opposite? Or do you guys, you guys have the same opinions about shit? Like, what about like, you know, politics um, and stuff like that? Are you guys? Yeah, I think we align politically. We both like 90s, 90s rock. Uh, 90s hip hop. Okay, <laughs> I'm a little bit cleaner than she is. I hope she doesn't listen, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit cleaner, and I like to work out more. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. I don't know, dude. Uh, yeah, I think we're pretty similar <laughs> in most regards. But like with JT and I, one thing too is that like JT does weights, I do cardio, and that's sort of like an opposite thing that we bond over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's more of a bodyboarder thing to do to do weights. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't have to worry about getting too big on a bodyboard. With a surfboard, you got a little more balance needed, so you can't get your upper body all jacked. <laughs> right. Yeah. What about you, JT? Are you single? I'm single. I, I kind of have a, a a crush right now, and I'm just you know working through the emotions of that. But oh no way! This is some tea. Are we? Can we expose? Like who who is it? Like how did you? You don't have to say her name, but like. Yeah, I guess I I think she listens to you, so I'd be embarrassed if she heard this. But uh, <laughs> but I'll proceed. Um, I met her on a dating app. Okay, nice. Which which one? Hinge. Classic. I think it's I think it's the Cadillac of dating apps. I think it's the best <laughs> one. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just you know living and dying with each text message. <laughs> Are you planning it out? Like, do you like send them to your boys and like, what do you think of this reply? I get a little bit of counsel from my brother because we're staying together right now with my dad. So I'll oh, just, nice. And he's he's a great he's great with feedback. So it's nice having him here. Yeah, and how's and so what? What point are you at? Like, are you gonna go out? Also, dating dating during COVID, I feel like is super weird. I talked to my friend, and he was he he went on a first date with somebody, and but she wore a mask the whole time, and then oh, at the end of the date, she like took down her mask. That's hot. Assuming like <laughs> assumingly because she wanted a, a kiss or something. Interesting. It's just funny. That's kind of like a that's like a symbol of like oh I'm interested. This date went went very well. Please plant one on me. I love new symbols. And I, I think going on a date, it's kind of more exciting because you're like, oh, if we do like like each other and decide to like make out or something like that, like we're taking a big risk. Like you're basically yeah. saying like, hey, I'm willing to risk, you know, something 10 times worse than the flu for you. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know the stats exactly, but you know. <laughs> it sounds right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let me ask you this. Well, actually, wait, before I get into this, by the way, I want to say I love your masks video that you guys, the mask video that you did oh, in, thank- in Newport, was it? Thanks. Was it Newport? Uh, Huntington Beach. We did Huntington, we did Huntington and San Clemente. Yeah. I had no idea too. that it was, it's so like anti-mask there. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's pretty red country, I guess. I think it's because everyone crushed it so hard in life that they feel like bad things can't happen to them. Like right. Like, I'm so good at like commercial mortgage lending that like there's no way this virus can get in my lungs. <laughs> You guys seem super chill and, and, you know, you make conversations with, with strangers look so easy. What are your tips for attracting opposites or getting them to your level? How do you, how do you like, you know, interact with these people and, and engage with them? I think you got to come from a place of just pure stoke, you know? Yeah. Um, no matter, especially with the OC dudes, you know, like, uh, you know, that they're ready to square up pretty instantly. Um, and so you just got to come up with a lot of stoke and just sort of like anything they say, you're like, dude, that's, that's fucking awesome. You want to go get my tie? And, uh, yeah. So I think with the ladies, you know, if you're just like fully stoked, like you're just fired up, (laughs) 
they're just like people like, pick, so people pick up. up on the stoke right yeah if you if you're acting like you just got like barreled or something you're like holy <laughs> shit i'm so fired up i mean how are you going to respond negatively to that i mean i totally agree J- uh, jt what do you think <laughs> No, I think that's so true. Like, if someone's like, how was your day? You're just like, best day ever. And then they're like, all right, like, this guy, he's upbeat. <laughs> See, why Why are you asking your brother for advice then? That's all you got to do. No, I know, I know. He's just, I, I just want a mirror. I just need someone to give me back the, the answers I want. But <laughs> but for sure, I've been sending her a lot of stoke. Every day, I'm just like, fired up today. What about you? <laughs> just all caps, wave emojis, like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Morning, babe. Fucking stoked. Another day. Then I'm super stoked. Can't believe how excited I woke up today. That's so weird. That's why I text my girlfriend every morning. <laughs> I'm just so fucking stoked today. I'm just jacked. She can tell I'm in, a, yeah. I'm in an angry mood when I'm like, I'm just so fucking happy today. She's like, all right, nice. <laughs> I like that. People do pick up on the stoke. You can't You can't not be inspired by someone who's stoked. Like I watch uh, Jamie O'Brien on YouTube. You ever watch him? For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pro surfer. And he's got the psych counter on all of his videos. Because like every day... Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing shit that he loves and he's just psyched every mm-hmm. day. And so he says it constantly. I'm psyching. And he could be yeah. like going to the grocery store, but he's still like, I'm psyching. It's awesome. It's inspiring. J-O-B, the Stoke Lord of the North Shore. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, he, he really, I feel like he's always on like a standing wave or he's surfing or on a jet ski or doing something where he's just going fast. The brain needs that. The boy, yeah, he's got to go fast, man. And that's an absolute inspiring way to live, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Just psyched all the time. You got to make sure the, the stoke is genuine, though. If you come in with, like, fake stoke, you know, it's it'll throw people off for sure. Oh, so what do, what do you mean by that? Like, I was, like, fake psyched at my grandma's funeral. I tried to, like, be in a good mood to get everybody okay. else pumped. And okay. so I came in and people were like, how you doing? I was like, I'm fired <laughs> up, dude. Like, this is the day. Let's get it. All right? This is not a funeral. It's a celebration of life. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, we're celebrating grandma. All right? Everyone, if you love Catherine, give me a hell yeah. And then... <laughs> It kind of like threw the vibe off a little bit. So I just learned like, you know, you also have to read the room a bit. Yeah, right, right, right. So it has to be, you have to respectfully stoke. Yeah, because after I ripped off my Hawaiian, my dad was like, all right, dude, it's getting, it's getting a little frowny. <laughs> yeah, it's a little the, bit too much. Church. Yeah, you shouldn't bring, <laughs> leave the beer bong at home. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I pulled up with the like speakers in the back of my truck and JT had to like tell me to like bounce because it was too much oh did you did he tell you to roll through or did you were you friends with his grandma as well or i i, I didn't know her but he's like bring the heat so i drove up in my trunk with with speakers and uh started bumping uh technotronics pump up the jam but he told me to bail pretty quick and i was like okay well we were go. carrying the coffin at that point so it was right <laughs> You said you were carrying the coffin? Yeah, like we were doing like the pallbearer shit. And then Chad rolls up. You were doing up. like one of those African funeral memes? Yeah, and then he rolls up in the in the raptor and he's just blasting music. <laughs> you have and- a raptor? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you, you know Pump Up the Jam, right? Of course. Pump the Jam. Pump it up. That one? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. not good for a funeral. My dad made us stop the music because he was worried. I think it was giving some of the young people false hope that she might... Come back from the dead hearing that beat. <laughs> I mean, that beat is so that beat is so good. It's infectious. Yeah. It's pretty. Infectious. It's infectious, man. It yeah. makes me super stoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what what are the what are some opposite traits that you feel like you could be okay with? Like in terms of a in terms of a girlfriend. Like, what if she hated poke bowls? Oh, dude. It better be for like ethical purposes. Like she doesn't eat fish, and not for like taste purposes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like like we're talking mercury poisoning. 
Yeah, if she had some like grander concerns about it other than the taste, but if she was like, I just don't dig the flavor, I don't, I don't think I could take that. Did you hear that? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that from you? That's my, yeah, it's my stoke horn. That's someone's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, I think I, I'm going to be a little bit harsher on this one. It, it, even if she does have ethical reasons. Uh, I'm going to say you're going to have to get past those and start eating Poke Bowls. <laughs> Values, dog. Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. Mercury, fish. You got to eat the fish. You got to take in the mercury. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. You guys have your own vernacular, the both of you. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you know, this this podcast is sponsored by Trojan. Oh, nice. Oh, you didn't know that. This is a this is a no. podcast sponsored by Trojan. Trojan brand. Condoms. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you get like do you, you get like swag and stuff? For real, two giant boxes of all of their products <laughs> just show, like everything they make. Yes, I'm talking like dildo, nice, like dildo, like a vibrator, uh, like a di- like a cock oh. ring. <laughs> Swear to God, really? Dude. Yeah, man. Wow. How's that thing working, dude? I haven't I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm gonna try it out. You know, by myself. Keep me posted, dog. Keep you posted. <laughs> do you guys have any names for condoms? Any any funny names? Like for example, dong sarong. Oh, dong. Off the top of your head or no? Dude, I mean, this is from uh, Hot Rod. Is that maybe I'll, b- I'll grab a box of dong bags and we'll knock boots later. What do you think? Uh, I always love dong bags. What about this one? I just made this I just made this one up. Meat sheath. You like oh, that one? Oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. It makes your dong feel like a sword. <laughs> exactly, man. Got to sheath this broadsword. <laughs> maybe a hog tie. You got to get your hog tie on. <laughs> okay. okay, I like it. Anxiety prevention cover. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, that's just literally what it is. The APC. <laughs> Hold on, babe. Got to chuck on an APC real quick. <laughs> Hold on, honey. I don't want to be freaking out at work in three days that I'm sick with something. So let me just throw this bad boy on. <laughs> All right. Tell me, tell me, before we move on, I want to know if you guys, like, why do you think opposites attract might be bad advice? I think because if you're like a really chill, down to earth person, you might romanticize someone else who's chaotic. And then why would that be bad though? Well, because I think you might make, if I think anytime you live by like a kind of idiom like that, you might make the the bad things in your life fit that idiom. So it's like you'll be like, oh, she's not or he's not bad. We're just different. But they might actually be not good for you. Yeah, like if you use it as a crutch, if you're kind of like, Yeah, I'm pissed off at this thing, but like That's them. That's it's them and we're opposites and it makes us better because of it. What you said in the intro is pretty powerful, I thought, about how people will just change for the person they're with just to yeah i said that but that it's kind of depressing <laughs> that for, yeah right. it was a joke but it, like there's some there's some sadness in there for sure because it's like there's people will do that you know that's like oh for sure it's like a form of settling almost it's like yeah i'll, I'll just change myself <laughs> i don't i don't like yeah. the things i used to like i like what you like now and i'm just gonna do that but then there's like this inner you know you're like you don't you're not really living your truth yeah yeah, I think I, I was I was definitely prone to that when I was younger. You know, like if, if there's a girl I had like a huge crush on, and she was into me too, I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'll drop I'll I'll do whatever I'll do whatever. like I'll drop everything. You know, and and I didn't. It wasn't until I matured because I think I, had, you know, pretty low self esteem. <laughs> just to be honest, uh, you know, and uh, was kind of like a pleaser. You know, so I was like, oh, for sure. Like I'll, I had no concept of like maintaining your own kind of person when i was like a teen it was like oh you know i gotta be romantic and do anything for this you know this lady 
Whereas yeah. I, I learned later that you got to be your own person and just sort of create your own life. And that's way more attractive than sort of just like trying to, you know, do whatever you can to impress them. If that makes sense. I was going to say, at the end of the day, it all comes down to whether or not you guys both like Pokeballs. I mean, we can pretty much agree that's like right the best. That's kind of the dopest foundation you can have for for a link up, you know? Yeah, totally. Or like if, if she's in a Sriracha and you're in a Cholula, like, mm. look, you got to go your different ways. Right. Yeah, I'm more into Valentina. That's my hot sauce of choice. You guys like that one? Dude, I've never tried that. I haven't had it. Sounds good. You got to get on that immediately. Dude, I'm embarrassed, bro. I'm sorry, dog. That's how I know Kelsey and I are, are made for each other because we're both super into that hot sauce. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. That's romantic. I dig that. Yeah, actually, when I asked my girlfriend out on a date, we went. Po- we got Poke Bowls, and she went with salad base. And that's when I knew. I was like, <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> so Actual, like that carbs, actually dude. is the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lettuce at the bottom of a yeah. bed of fish? It makes no sense to me, ever. Yeah, it, I, it doesn't make sense, but carbs don't make sense either. So, you know, we had to make a stand. That's why you get brown rice. No, I heard white rice is better. Oh, is it? It's flipping yeah. back the other way now. Yeah. Who it's knows? Flipping dude? Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, in the 80s, the rice diet was what they recommended to people to lose weight. No, that's not true. Yeah. At Duke, dude, where you went, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Duke did the famous rice diet in the 80s. What? Yeah, I only know this because I read a book about Bobby Knight, the basketball coach, and he made his wife go to it. Wait, so what's the rice diet? They just eat rice and that's it? You know, I never did more research than reading that they do it, and I think it's just <laughs> rice, though. Okay. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, me and Chad and JT are going to tweak the advice opposites attract in real time for you. All right, see you soon. Oh, hell yeah. There's a lot of ways you can masturbate, right? You've heard of the stranger before where you sit on your hand and then you jerk off and it feels like it feels like a whole different person is doing it. You know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. there any other ways that you can think of? Any any cool techniques? Humping stuff? Like your bed? Oh yeah. Or like a like this big teddy bear I had growing up. <laughs> that yeah. dude got worked. You want to be safe, but you can uh, say what up to the jacuzzi, you know? Just like <laughs> pop your dink into a jet, you know? Get your mom's back massager. Can I tell you guys about a new, better way to masturbate? Yeah. This yeah. is this is state of the art. Oh, nice. I'm talking about Trojan's Tantrix Pleasure Sleeve. What? What do you think that means? When I say the word pleasure sleeve, what do you see? Like a Chinese finger trap that you're putting your <laughs> dong into. <laughs> But it doesn't get stuck. Yeah, I hope not. Pretty much. It's a handheld, soft, textured sheet. And it's designed to enhance the sensation of each stroke. Since it fits in your hand, which you already know how to use, you just do what you would normally do. And the full range of motion allows you to adjust grip and pressure. You can use it with water-based lube, and you can use it solo, or you can use it with your partner for, you know, the elusive HJ. What do you think? Would you use it? Does it sound spicy? Yeah. That fires me up. My, my, my GF's kind of afraid to do hand jobs because she thinks she's going to be bad at it. But I think if I hand her this nifty little tool you know it's gonna be handjob nation at chad's apartment we are we are handjob nation <laughs> we are we are handjob nation, nation. <laughs> yeah. dude with this product i could have like saved myself from so many heated debates about hjs 
Definitely makes the cleanup easier too. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, I, I used to uh, jacket in my closet on the carpet and I just ruined the carpet. I've broken a lot of keyboards, you know? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone else tries to use it and they're like, why doesn't your F key work? And you're like, oh, I spilled like six pounds of Greek yogurt on this thing. <laughs> and that's where the pleasure sleeve comes in. Listen, with Trojan's Tantrix Pleasure Sleeve, there's a better way to do it. So head on over to your nearest Walmart or walmart.com and make masturbation so much more. All right, guys, here's my best attempt at fixing this one. Hear me out. Ready? Opposites attract, but probably not in the long term. Boom. Mm. I know. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't seem like the most insightful thing ever. But I would even go as far as to say opposites attract is the exception, not the rule when it comes to a successful long-term relationship. It's normal to gravitate towards friends and partners that share the same interests as you. Whether you're talking about a shared love of garbage TV, like for me, Love Island, I watched like about five episodes last night with Kelsey, or music, or Mm. what you want to Postmates for dinner, you know, which, like, are you going Sweetfin, or are you going Mainland Pokeballs? Mm. Or even politics or something like age. It's just easier to surround yourself with a support system that you're mostly on the same page with. Best case scenario, you have 50 years or so of killing time on a couch with your partner until one of you dies. Again, a little depressing, but you want to make sure that that person likes the same shit as you, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to be relieved when they die. They're like, oh, I can finally play that video game that she hated so much. (laughs) Body's not even cold and you're taking it out of the closet and just yeah. up the Xbox. <laughs> you're feeling the pulse. You're like, oh, fuck. Thank God. That's not that's not the feeling you want to have. You text your boys. You're like, hey, I'm going to be on all night tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, Daddy, yeah. Daddy's got the night off. It's a boy's night. I'm on all night. They're like, oh, really? Yeah. What happened? Did did Denise, you get a permission slip from Denise? And she, no, actually, she passed. She's dead. Yeah. No, <laughs> she died. Dead. She died, yeah. <laughs> So it's a boys' night every night this month. (laughs) This is the part of our show where we ask guests about the worst advice they've ever received. So guys, what is the worst piece of advice that you've ever received, either individually or together? Uh, I was in college, I was told... I was told to try negging. Have you heard of negging? <laughs> yeah, yep. You know, where you sort of like, you, you bring them down so they like start to like you more. So uh, whatever it is. Yeah, I read the game. So, I used to, you read you know, the game? When I was, yeah, I did. When I was like 21, I, I read that and I was kind of fascinated with, with the pickup artist thing. I didn't ever like did it. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. the type to like go out and try the techniques and stuff like that. You didn't go sarging? Oh yeah, sarging. That's what it's called. <laughs> Yeah, you wear like a funny hat and go sarging. That was the worst advice. Wear something stupid. They're like, you got to wear a fanny pack or like a crazy cowboy hat. I mean, that that was the wildest shit. That's why I was so intrigued by it because these dudes wearing like, you know, Chris Angel outfits mm-hmm. are at the club with eye makeup and crazy shit. And they're like getting girls. And I was like, I don't like it's un- it's actually maybe kind of works. I don't know. Yeah. But I agree that I agree that negging is kind of a fucked up thing to do. Funny hat, you wear a funny hat, but negging, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I, I, I tried it too. Like I, I saw this girl, and I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm just naturally, I'm not. Like I, I you would never pick me to roast someone or like do insults, you know. So, but I tried it, and I was like, I was like, what up? It's like nice jeans, idiot. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that was pretty much it. I never negged gift. after that. I think I went a little too far. You know, first I went for the jeans and then I insulted her brain. And, uh, and 
then they're like, yeah, that's not how you neg. I was like, all right, for sure. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to like <laughs> dancing in the corner. And they're like, she wasn't even wearing, she wasn't even wearing jeans. She was wearing a dress. Why did <laughs> yeah, you say that? Yeah. And when she does wear jeans, they're pretty fly. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's got dope jeans, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think those are both really good examples. I think negging is really bad advice because, yeah, I'm bad at it too. I would always, I'd say something like too, like, I don't know, like psychological or something. Like, I'd be like, do you think people really like spending time around you? And I was like, that was horrible. Why did I say that? <laughs> it's like, that's, people hated me. That's really fucked up. Yeah, people didn't want to be friends with me. I was not, I, I didn't want to be friends with me. Um, maybe we should cut that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hold on. I want to do like a lightning round with you guys, okay? This is, this is how it works. I'm going to name two people of note and you have to tell me who you'd rather take advice from. In this scenario, you have to take advice from one of them and explain to me why you're choosing one over the other. Okay. Um, the octopus that consistently picks the winner of the World Cup or someone from Florida? Someone from Florida. Why? Because cause I, I love Florida, dude. And I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit it. <laughs> really? From Florida. I love Florida, yeah. I love Florida <laughs> so much. Why do you love Florida? Because it's fun? Because it's sun, you can tan like year round. I, I think anywhere you can tan. I, I trust anyone who's able to tan year round. Y- okay. <laughs> yeah, anyone with like leathery skin. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This guy Rick. This guy Rick. He looks like a catcher's mitt. Best advice. <laughs> yeah, he's really wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's been out there, dude. Especially if they have that kind of tan and they have a boat, like they're they're like a seafaring like captain kind of tan. Yeah, I, I just inherently trust those people because I know they're rugged. That's true. You know, they, they could live off the earth, right? They go out on a boat and they catch fish and eat it. And, yeah. You know? They're the tan of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, professional surfer Bethany Hamilton or the great white shark that bit her arm off when she was 13? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that shark's aggro. Like all of his advice is just going to put me on a path towards destruction. He would neg. The shark would neg for sure. Yeah. I think he was he was negging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. You just trying to say what's good. He just did it in a really way too intense. <laughs> he did too much, I think. Yeah. We talked to her. She was awesome. Did you really? Did you have her on the podcast or something? Yeah. Yeah. And she's great? Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. She's just been famous for so long, too. She's been famous since she was like 12. So she was on Oprah when she was like 13. She's just seen a lot of stuff. So I trust her. She's got no advice from Oprah. She can pass that advice to me. That's true. That's true. Um, Tony Hawk or Sean White? Uh, Tony Hawk. We 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 talked to him too, actually, and he's like, he's one of the smartest dudes I've met for sure. Yes. Dude, I watched him on Rogan, and he's like, really great. Yeah, he's like super bright and very sort of a uh, sort of like honest about himself and his like struggles and everything. I, uh, yeah, he's a. And he busts 900s too. So, I mean, it's the full package. <laughs> how good, yeah. How, what, what more could you want? Yeah, I was painfully nervous to talk to him. I think just because I've been watching him since I was a kid and he was kind of like, he's just kind of like an icon, I guess. So, I, that was probably the most nervous I've been. Was he, wait, he was on your podcast? Yeah. We okay, went down I'm going to watch like, that. Did he give you any advice? Any good pieces? Yeah, he had great advice. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember anything? He was just really transparent about like whatever issues he'd had and how he had to learn how to work through them because like, kind of giving into hedonism as a way to work on your issues is, you know, a little bit selfish and might take you away from the people you love and stuff like that. Hedonism is pleasure seeking, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like 
sex or drugs or stuff in that wheelhouse. Right. Porn. Yeah. Porn. Yeah. Webcam porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Small dick humiliation, webcam porn, yeah. for example. SPH. <laughs> Imagine Tony Hawk telling you you guys you should stop <laughs> doing webcam porn. He's like, dude, I've seen I've seen the small dick stuff you, that you do. It got leaked. It's not <laughs> not great. I would stop doing that. It's not you at your best, bro. Let's step yeah, up. That's not very nine hundred of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Kim Jong un or Dennis Rodman? I'd be really curious what Kim Jong un would tell me. I'd love yeah. to get advice from him. It could be really different. Yeah, it would probably like, be pretty bad. Like yeah, bad in the sense, like good if you're a dictator. I'd be like, right. the DMV is so frustrating. He's like, just murder everyone. Yeah. He's yeah. like, just go in there and kill everyone. You're like, I don't know if it works that way for everybody. <laughs> yeah. We, for, we can't do that. You maybe could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that when he goes golfing, they'll post that he get he, he like has gets the course record by like, you know, <laughs> like he shot like he shot like a 45 in 18 holes. <laughs> like this guy's incredible. Holy shit. <laughs> Superhuman, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, he just shot like a 60, dude. He's like 2,500. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, there's like 14 dudes spread out across the hole just catching his ball and putting it in the in the hole. Yeah, just like bouncing it forward <laughs> with like little nets. <laughs> yeah, they got a pick. <laughs> I'd love golfing advice from him. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. And I want to um, know what he eats, too. Like, what's his diet like? Probably not the best. Yeah, he had like a heart problem last year. Right. Isn't he like dead? Came back. Something going on. <laughs> he came, yeah. He came back. So, I mean, that advice advice about how to be reincarnated would be pretty sick. I would really like to know that. All right, boys, before we call this one, we like to ask our guests one final question. We've already talked about the worst advice you've received, but what is the worst advice you've ever given somebody? Oh, I remember clearly. What is it? I was playing first base coach for my third grade baseball team when we were in the t- tournament of champions to win orange County's like little league tournament. Okay. And uh, we were down by like two runs and our best player was on first base. And I was like, Hey Mitch, you're like a leader on this team. I was like, we need you to make a play, steal this base way above my pay grade. And then he stole it, got thrown out last out of the game. I don't think we either ever told anybody it was my call. <laughs> Wait, so you guys lost? Yeah, we lost. I mean, we probably would have <laughs> lost anyways, but I insured it by, going above my coach and telling our best player what to do. You wanted him to steal first base? He was like on first and I was like, dude, steal a bag. We need you to like make a play. Oh, I see. I was was only out there because I never played. So they needed, (laughs) that's what you would do with like the bench kids. You just have them like play first base. Wait, is this true? You actually did that? Yeah. (laughs) And you haven't told anyone up until now? No, I don't think, I I don't think I've ever talked about it. Yeah. That's funny. That dude's going to listen to this and be fucking pissed. Yeah, he's a really good golfer too. Just like Kim (laughs) Jong-il. Kim Jong-il? How do you say it? Ilmatic? Isn't it Kim Jong-un? That's his dad. <laughs> yeah, I call him Kim Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Kim, Jong, Kim Jong-sick. <laughs> Life's a bitch. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Worst advice you've ever given? I think uh, my brother and I used to rollerblade. We were in like, what were we, like sixth grade. Okay. And he broke his arm on the quarter pipe. And it, was like, it looked like a step, you know, like this. Yeah, okay. It's gnarly. And he was just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I was like, dude, drink this Mountain Dew. Just drink this Mountain Dew. You'll feel better. And so he drank this Mountain Dew. And he had to go into surgery. But because he drank the Mountain Dew, uh, he had to wait like 12 hours in pain <laughs> <laughs> until it left his system. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Because there's like chemicals in there? 
Yeah, because you're not you're supposed to like fast before surgery. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. So because he chugged a Mountain Dew, <laughs> he just had oh, to wait so- there with his arm. It was like displaced, and he was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> For 12 hours, just, oh, ow, ow. (laughs) Yeah. I I was kind of thinking it'd be funny if it was specific to Mountain Dew. Like, that's, like, one of the things you definitely can't drink before surgery because it's got some weird shit in it. (laughs) They're like, you told him to drink what? (laughs) Dude, that has yellow five in it. What about his balls, (laughs) man? (laughs) All right, that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank Chad and JT for joining us. I feel like we solved another one here. Opposites do attract for sure, but they aren't necessarily built for longevity. And at the end of the day, it's just way less of a headache to be with someone that you have things in common with. Is that fair to say, boys? I think that's fair. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any is there anything else you'd like to add before we consider this case closed? Anything you want to plug? Your podcast? Yeah. I'm, yeah. You can check us out. Going deep with Chad and JT. Chad and JT go deep on YouTube, and Chad goes deep on Instagram. And JT Par fourteen. And uh, going deep with Chad and JT is the podcast. You guys are developing some shows, right? You can't. Can you talk about that, or can you not talk about that? Yeah, we're 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 developing an animated show with Hulu. Nice. Um, yeah. So What's that about? It's basically me and JT living in ancient Greece with Greek gods for dads. Okay. And, and we're just figuring out the best way to become a, our own way to become legends. Fuck, that sounds great. Are you guys writing the? You guys writing the show or? Yeah, we're we're writing a pilot right now. We're writing it with other guys who wrote on Always Sunny. Yeah. So they're kind of like shepherding us through the process. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's been really helpful. Writing, it's really, really hard. Yeah, writing a script is, is tough. But then some people write whole books, you know? Uh, yeah, how do you write a fucking like fat-ass novel? It's amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't understand it. I, I read uh, half of Moby Dick earlier this year. Okay. And like, you're reading it and you're like, and you're like, how the fuck did this come out of like some guy's head? <laughs> well, these guys are way smarter. Yeah, I'm reading Dune right now, and I'm like, yeah. The, even the first chapter is just like, how the fuck did you pull this out of nowhere? <laughs> right. Yeah. You had to make up a whole entire world. Yeah. Out of it's nowhere. insane. And it fits. It all makes sense. And there's like parallels with our world. And then there's like metaphors built into it. And you're like, all right, dude, you're a beast. Listen, dude who wrote <laughs> Dune, you're a fucking beast. Tolkien beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I finished that. I finished Lord of the Rings and I was like, dude, relax. <laughs> <laughs> J.R. Tolkien, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, fucking relax, J.R. Jesus, doing the most. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about just humans next time, dude? <laughs> yeah. I got real speciesist. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, man. Thank you guys for joining. I appreciate it. Dude, thanks for having us on. I uh, It was great chatting with you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Hey, man, you having trouble with life? Well, let me give you some advice. The Pleasure is Ours is a production of iHeartRadio and Trojan Brand hosted by me, Cody Ko. The podcast is executive produced by Ethan Fixell, produced and written by Jonathan Grimm, written by David Dute, and engineered, edited, and mixed by Matt Stillo. Our theme song was composed by me, Cody Ko, with additional music by Brad Kemp at Second Bedroom Studio. If you haven't already subscribed, rated, or reviewed The Pleasure is Ours, please do so on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, baby. Thanks again for tuning in to The Pleasure is Ours, presented by Trojan Brand Condoms. That's a wrap for our episode, and also, you should be wrapping it up in the bedroom. I'm talking, of course, 
about your penis. You know, when you're out there doing your thing, you gotta be safe and you gotta get a condom that works for you. If you ever hear a guy complaining about condoms, it's likely because he's been uncomfortable using the wrong fit. He probably doesn't even know that Trojan has over 30 different size and shape varieties to solve all condom fit issues. So pick up a box of Trojan condoms wherever you get your condoms, and maybe even a second box that you've been wanting to try out. Look at you, you fucking sex lord. Go for it, buddy. See you next time.